right, welcome to the official episode four of the Ramblings of Mad Men podcast. I'm Terrence Spain. And I am James Ruiz. And last week, y'all got an episode. We lied to you. We <laughs> told you that we were going to start doing things in a little bit more formatted manner. Try to keep an MMA in one, NFL in another. Well, it's been a busy week for us and for sports. Oh, gosh. So we kind of decided to sit down and just have a free-for-all episode almost. Free-for-all episode, definitely. We're going to talk about certain sports we normally don't. We're going to talk about all the different shit that's been happening. GSP retired. I'm heartbroken. Yes. Yes. But we just figured we'd sit down with y'all and kind of do a... We don't even know how long it's going to be. Just uh, We don't. We. I mean, there's just so much has happened this week. I mean, it's just been one of those things that when you start a fantasy football, football, MMA podcast, and so much goes down, you want to see... And here's the thing with podcasting, especially with, with, with what we're doing. It's evolving. Exactly. You tinker with the formula and you go with it. It's organic. And we're still fairly new to this anyways. We're yes. kind of experimenting with things. We probably are going to return to a more formatted episode yeah. type of structure, maybe, yes. or we may not. Absolutely. We're still trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. We'd definitely like to hear from y'all on that. Certainly. But I like that concept, the free-for-all episode where we just go, you know, just... That fits our personalities. Yeah, fits our personalities, and essentially it's just one of those ones where nothing's off limits. Exactly. And so, Which can get very interesting. Oh, God. Jeez, with us? Man. But nonetheless, I mean, this week has been nuts. Today yeah. has been nuts. Exactly. Um, before we continue, though, I do have to say I do have to make a shout-out. Uh, today has been a very good day for me. One of my, um, if you haven't guessed already, I'm a personal trainer. Um, for the listeners out there, I'm a personal trainer by, that's my, that's what I do. Uh, one of my clients this morning surprised me with an early birthday present. He got me some Onnit Steel Club, you know, the, these uh, Onnit five pound steel clubs. Great. Um, through Onnit, which is Donald Cerrone, you know, that's where he trains at, Karate Hottie, mm-hmm. you name it. You know, a lot of the majority of the MMA fighters and NFL stars have trained there. And so, uh, Lawrence Vigil, thank you very much for that. Was a big surprise. And it's That's a good surprise. Very, yes. I didn't expect that at all. You know, I'm, there's shocks and there's surprises in life. And that was definitely a surprise. And so, that's, that's really going to help me out personal training wise how I work with my clients and just getting all sorts of ideas so definite uh, shout out to Lawrence Vigil or Vigel hope you're saying that, <laughs> saying that right there Lawrence who is also a big fantasy football fan oh there you go yes. you're yes. in the right place if you're listening oh yes so shout out to Lawrence for that but um, nonetheless let's get straight to business alright that sounds like a plan batting that table <laughs> Where do we even begin is the damn question. Oh, you know, uh, well, let's talk GSP. Just to get some into MMA. Yep. Um, about a few hours ago, I sat down after I had got done working with a, did a fitness assessment at the gym, and I looked, I watched uh, GSP's press conference. And, man, class. Oh, he's, yeah. Straight up class. It was, um, you know, in the sport of MMA, there's a lot of bravado. There is. And we've discussed this in terms of just the direction that, especially UFC has gone, 
kind of following along with the way the fans have turned a little bit. A bit. I, I guess turned might not be the right word. Just what they're what they're really eating up. Yeah. What they is kind of trending towards trending the towards. Conor McGregor's. You know the talking people. Kelvin Gastelum's getting a shot at the interim title after all his dumb shit. <laughs> and GSP, he just does not embody that. No. Not at that all. That man, he was one of the most respectable, impressive, it seemed just good-hearted people yeah. to have come through that entire organization. Mm-hmm. He, I saw a quote from him that here recently he said about the least favorite part of him about fighting was fight day. He loved training. He loved the camaraderie of going to the gym and working out with these people, sparring with these people, rolling with these people, everybody improving their craft. He didn't like to hurt people, though. That's literally the way he put it. I didn't like to hurt people, so I hated fight day. He's one of few people in that sport that I could hear say that and actually believe it. Yeah. That's certainly uh he was an absolute class act. Mm. Great guy. He's been at the top of the sport as far as integrity mm-hmm. and the ability to sit back and watch a man and everything he does and goes through and actually believe it's it's coming from a good place. Yeah. He was incredibly incredibly fun to watch for that reason. Absolutely. And I mean I haven't I've seen a lot of highlights of GSP fight, I've never actually sat down. And we will do that. Oh, yes. And, um, you know, you're, you're hearing him. and you, I was actually kind of moved by it because it was just such a, I mean, you, you could tell everything you just said about him was, was just, it was just, it was there. I mean, this was a guy who was retiring. I, you know, he sat on top and I certainly agree with him. He's retiring on top. And, yeah. You know, you do have that dream match that he could have had with Khabib. But, you know, it's just... Apparently, the UFC is more the reason that's not happening than because GSP didn't want Oh, really? To. Yeah. Right, we'll touch on that a bit here, but, um, you know, you're, you're seeing that. And then when you go through the Twitter sphere, you go through Facebook, you read all these different comments, and, you know, I, I haven't seen a bad thing about, really? G, about GSP in terms of just... That's you know, impressive. That, that kind of says something. That says something, because people respected him... And that he was able to respect the sport, the athlete, the the work ethic, so many 100%. different things. One hundred percent. And you saw that with him. I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm sitting there, you know, just watching this, and I'm thinking to myself, man, this dude, you know, like I'm 34 years old. I've, you know, hell, I want to train under this guy. He's that. He was very motivating, and um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what he does. It, it looks. Based off what I heard him say during this this press conference, that he's not done with MMA yet. No, no. He said he's still going to be training every day. Be training. And I kind of wonder if he's not going to be coaching. That's what I was getting to. I I think, you know, certainly that possibility is there. Um, For him, I know he's helped the people that have trained with him in the past. Yeah. The knowledge he has, the understanding he has of the entire fight game. He could help a lot of people rise higher than they would have otherwise otherwise been able to go. Yeah. He's got a lot of knowledge to share. That knowledge, I mean, you just can't. I mean, I, I hell, train me, shoot. I mean, just like 
who wouldn't want to study under that learning tree? Yeah. I mean, truly, who wouldn't? And I mean, that, that'll be curious to see what happens, who, who might take them up on that offer in terms of what well, I say offer, but like throw them an offer, say, Hey, yeah. I got a big fight coming up. You know, I want you to train me. Or he um, may start his own gym. Yeah, possibly. Matt Sarah has pretty well, he's got a lot of people that train under him. Mm-hmm. And it, for people like that who understand the sport that well, man, it can work out very, very well. Work out very well, yeah. And, you know, the other thing that I really enjoyed about his speech and just hearing him talk is just he was so thankful for everybody and just naming them who's who, who inspired him, you know, and where he trained at. You know, Albuquerque, he, was a, he, he trained there. And then uh, he thanked Wayne Gretzky, which I thought was really <laughs> interesting because he just – but it was one of his idols and it helped influence him. Exactly. Different sport, obviously, but – I thought that that was very, you know, very neat in that, he, you know, you're thinking an athlete of that stature, you know, Wayne Gretzky, he's one of, one of the goats, if you will, greatest of all time, yeah. especially in hockey. And it was a very, very, it was a humble speech, very different from what I'm used to seeing in the world of MMA. Yeah, where it's you don't get flash, that much A lot of shit talking and just gaga, but, you know, it was a very... Just as a, as a growing fan, it's like man, I, I can I can see the, where people appreciate the contribution he has made to hundred percent of MMA. So uh, we will definitely be keeping an eye on him and seeing what his future endeavors, you know, what yeah. they are. So, but nonetheless, that that was one. Of the, that was probably the biggest news. I don't think oh we, yeah. yeah, that was the biggest week. biggest thing. Yeah, in MMA, of course, and. Um, I don't know what else was out there in terms of MMA. I mean, you, I mean, what do you got? Oh man, let's see here. We've got a uh... God. There's been so many things that have happened. It's starting to sound a little bit more like Connor and uh, Cowboy is actually going to be a thing. Yeah. It's leaning that way, anyways. Beyond that, you've had people upset with the UFC. Dustin oh. Poirier. <laughs> For one, not a huge fan of him, but enjoy the hell out of him as a fighter. He's one of the top in his class. They're not really treating him right. Ally Quinta, which is a guy that trains under Matt Serra. Yeah. He's he's kind of jumped on it as a joke. That was that bit. tweet you mentioned. I saw that tweet. Saw oh, the one where yeah. the guy was telling them both to go yeah. sign up with Bellator. Man, it's not completely impossible. Definitely. I don't know if Iaquint is actually looking to get out of the UFC, but Poirier, I think, is getting tired of being overlooked. <laughs> overlooked, underpaid, not appreciated. I mean, that's a recipe for, you know, wanting to go out and seek other success elsewhere. Exactly. Completely. And I, man, I don't blame him. I don't blame the him. The dude can fight, straight up fight. Yeah. And he's been on a win streak. He's, he's done some really impressive things. And he's just, for whatever reason... You know, they're talking about Ferguson, they're talking about Connor, they're talking about Khabib. Been talking about GSP before he retired. Yeah. Everybody's kind of getting mentioned. Dustin Poirier is being left out of everything. He's ranked higher than Cowboy, I believe. And he's not in any conversation with any of these fighters. They're not moving him towards the belt at all. They're letting him languish. Which kind of personifies how the UFC has begun treating the majority of its fighters, in my opinion. Reebok hasn't helped. That was a big, 
I remember when that happened. It was big for the sport. It was yeah. big for the UFC. It was not that not great good. for the fighters. Well, because now they can't. And I had mentioned this. We were watching. Uh, was we were watching some old MMA stuff, and I was, you know, noting just like back, back before the Reebok deal. So many of these af, you know, these athletes, these fighters were sponsored by. <laughs> was I mean, their trunks were just basically this, 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 and that of sponsors. Yeah. But now you don't have that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just a quote unquote. They were able to help themselves out. Yeah. More so you know, than just having Reebok. Make it a little bit easier to not have to work a full-time job anymore, all this others. Yeah. I'm just a fighter, and I'm making a little bit of money from advertising. Yeah. Reebok took that away. They did. You've got a lot more people now that have to maintain full-time jobs on top of trying to train and stay in perfect condition. Which is not easy. Because they're, they're not making near the money they should be. You know, you got to, I mean, some of these fires, some of the Olympic, I read an article not too long ago about how some of these Olympic hopefuls, you know, it's constant training, 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 very little work. I mean, it's almost I mean, two full-time jobs, and it really truly is, especially yeah. for these fighters. And that's actually, some people may be a little bit more aware of Valerie Lareda now than they were. She was an Olympic. That's what she was training for the Olympics. Yeah. And decided during that, she wanted to step over into MMA instead. <laughs> That's a big leap. Yeah. Very big leap. Brave one at that, too. And So it's a very comparable situation, actually. It is. It is. But they don't get supported through trying to achieve that goal. Yeah. Not properly, not to the extent that they should be. And it's, it's very disheartening, even as a fan. It's it just is. Like, You're seeing it lean more. The Reebok deal had a big part in it. Mm-hmm. You're seeing it lean more towards the big names. Yeah. If you're at the absolute top of the sport, you're still making decent money. You're doing pretty well for yourself. If you were mid-tier and below, either in the fans' eyes or just in the UFC's eyes, you're not making near enough money for what you're helping them pull in. Helping them pull in. You know, that's just one of those things when it comes to money. This is a good segue into just... And we, in this podcast, you know, we, we've mentioned MMA, football, that was going to be our primary sports, but we'd be remiss if we did not talk about <laughs> Zion Williamson and what and the exploding happened. shoe. I mean, Jesus. I mean, that, well, that in itself, to me, opened up a Pandora's box of what's wrong with college basketball, but most of all, what's wrong with just sports in general in that, I, did you see those ticket prices? Yeah. Higher than the Super Bowl. What the hell? I mean, you have these outstanding ticket prices that are higher than a Super Bowl. It's taking place in a much smaller venue. And then the main attraction, the reason that these tickets goes out in 35 seconds because of an exploding shoe. An exploding shoe. When you told me that last night, I kind of was thinking... (laughs) Oh, it blew my mind when I saw it. Yeah, pun intended. Yes. Uh, (laughs) My mind was thinking that that DHS in me was was an IED in a shoe or some shit, (laughs) you know? And I'm thinking, and then I saw it, I thought, holy shit. It was just almost the perfect storm of... He goes out 35 seconds, twists his knee, thank God. You know, it could have been a much, yeah. much worse. I told you last night I was afraid he'd actually torque yeah. something. Yeah. Because you saw that knee torque pretty badly. It was torque, it torque badly. Once his sock hit the hardwood, which is never supposed to happen, 
Man, it was over. Yeah. And I woke up this morning, I checked Twitter, because what I do, my part of my morning ritual, I get the phone, I kind of just make sure messages, clients, whatever, and Twitter, and I saw his, you know, it was a sprained knee, which I was like, thank God, you know, just because you, you, you hate to see someone of that caliber go out because of that, a damn exploding shoe. And it just, you know, you're seeing that, and I felt we, we cannot, we can't, it's got to be mentioned. It's got to be mentioned, and just... You know, and you're hearing the sports pundits on ESPN. They're talking about, you know, who... You're hearing a bunch of different opinions on this. Like, this is why you should go straight from high school to the NBA. This is why college athletes should get paid. Yada, yada, yada. I mean, certainly probably up there in terms of already of 2019, the most interesting sports stories of just seeing how that unfolds. And Yeah. I mean, I, I truly hope this actually does lead some way somehow to I don't know just almost revamping the way that the rules are between you know the NBA and their bargaining equipment you know their agreement I should say in terms of just why you know you have to it one year to go to you know college and then go to the NBA and then looking at the NCAA side it's really just a system it's a basically to keep the college universities happy yeah. that make money off of these. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a business. It's a complete business. Which does lead to the question: Should college athletes get paid? Because that's the entirety of why this is instituted: is to keep them going to the universities to bring in money. Yeah, it's such a. It's which you know a lot of them get paid under the table, but oh, I've talked to plenty of college athletes that here in Texas, you know, in, in Lubbock and Texas Tech, that yeah. There is, boosters do exist. Oh yes, and I've shouldn't pre- we be able to at least be honest about it and let everybody make a little bit of money? People are too chicken shit to be honest yeah. about it, especially around here. And these are grown men; they're old enough to go <laughs> fight in our military, <laughs> but they're not old enough to get paid for playing a sport. Playing a sport, much less get any type of revenue and all that. And you know, based off a lot of the individuals that I've talked to throughout the years, I mean, it very much does exist here in Lubbock, uh, very much. And, but the thing is, is that you talk to a track player, you know, at the Gap where I worked for one summer, who was on the Texas Tech track team, he's not getting paid. And we talked about that and he thought it was bullshit, you know, that, that he's not, but. He watches other people. He watches others. So that's where it gets muddy because let's say we do pay college and we do pay football players. But what about everybody else? And that's certainly, that's where it really, it, it gets even muddier because then if you start paying these players, tuition rates already rise up, which they're already atrocious as it is. So it's just such a, it's not an easy question. No, it's not to, a quick fix. Not a but quick it is fix. something that has to be examined. It needs to be examined way more. And, you know, Nike did it, well, they did the best job they could in terms of like, okay, this was an isolated incident. You know, oh man, you can't totally blame them. You can't, and I'm not. And, and that's it was kinda, a mistake in the production. Yeah, of that the production shoe. of the shoe. But I will say, right now in my hands, I got a pair of Under Armour shoes. Project Rocks. Shout out to the Rock. If you listen to this, which you don't, but if you do, shout out. I don't train with Nikes. Why? They don't last long. They don't. Uh, runners, they don't last long. Trainers, they don't last long. If you're someone, 
you know, who remotely trains at a very more than casual rate, those yeah. shoes aren't going to last. And they haven't last. And so that's why I primarily train with Under Armour, Sockneys, Brooks, um, you know, Hylites. Those shoes last. Yeah. Nike, in terms of, I have Nike, I have Nike uh, gear, you know, tank tops, shorts, whatever. But it's more of a casual wear. Yeah. One of the clients that I'm training right now manages a store here in Lubbock, and I, I mentioned, hey, does your store have any good deals on training? You know, training. He mentioned, no, nah, it's it's more of a lifestyle mm-hmm. store, which kind of you know you know me. I turn my head thinking, well, that's an interesting thing. Yeah. But shoot, like Nike to me right now, and the same can be said with Jordans. That is a more that brand, that specific brand. When I purchase it, I'm purchasing more for the sake of lifestyle going out to a nice you know having some sneakers on whatever yeah because of how it looks it's casual training wise athletic you know when you're putting it to the test it doesn't last so you see what happened well dude you know they wear new pairs of sneakers every night right this is true but the but but when you get into the schematics of just how these different these shoes are built yeah they last I've, I mean, and, and the other brands, the other brands for the most part, Nikes, it just wasn't shocking that it was a Nike shoe that got it. And I thought, <sighs> dude, it was just a production mistake, man. Yeah. And perhaps it's it happened was. in football. It's happened in soccer. But it's happened in basketball before. But it was this such just, a, it sucks. It sucks because you're watching that. And apparently like, James hates Nike, so they will not be a supporter. I don't <laughs> hate Nike. I don't. It's just your shoot. This is an isolated incident. Very isolated. People wear Nikes and, and they play basketball they every did. day, and this doesn't happen. I just, it's just one of those things coming from the perspective of that. It's like. It's not good for business. It's not good for business. Their stock, I checked their stock price on my Robinhood app. It, of course, it was down. Yeah. It went down. It has to be. has to go down. That's the only way that was going to yeah, play out. Absolutely. Do I think they're re- they'll rebound from it? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know, um, but definitely not a good look on the integrity of the product because no. I can attest. I mean, it, it really is like these shoe, co- certain shoe companies are tougher and they just build better shoes. Yeah. Just Nike, just isolated incident or not, they're definitely going to read like, I mean, oh, they're, yeah. they're going to pull it's some. It's not good for them. Oh, yeah. They're definitely going to pull some forensics engineering, figure out. They probably already have that shoe with them. Yeah. Oh, I guarantee you yeah. they do. What the fuck happened? Yeah. You know? <laughs> it wasn't supposed problem. to do this. That's not supposed That's not to a problem. happen. And he still has to wear those shoes. And Jalen Rose on ESPN this morning mentioned that as like, you know, like he still has got to wear these shoes. What, I mean, what, what's, what's going to happen? And it was just such, it was a very an outlier in terms of just, how do you respond to this? This is one of the most it, bizarre. It's going to be interesting. You know, stories in honestly quite some time. Mm-hmm. It happens to the the number one college player. Oh yes. Are you kidding me? In the biggest and game. And now we got to watch him next time he steps yeah. foot on a court to see how he looks the first time he has to plant his foot. Yeah. You and know, try to cut. Everyone's gonna be holding their breath. Cut. He may. He may lose a little bit of something <laughs> for a little while. He may yeah. have to get over that middle block. That middle block, I mean... Because you can see on his face, he is not happy about the situation. Well, hell no. Imagine if he did tear his MCL. Yeah. I mean, talk about... That would be... Lawsuits? You, this is bad. That would have been big time shit. Big time. 
The dude's going to be the number one pick, arguably, in the draft. Oh, he'll be number one. Maybe he'll go to L.A. Lakers. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they have a great chance at it. But. Maybe. <laughs> That's wishful thinking. <laughs> but, you know, it's just the way it came about. And arguably, I say arguably, the biggest rivalry in college fucking oh, basketball yeah. it between is. UNC and Duke. There's no the bigger star rivalry player. than that. By the way, congratulations, Tar Heels. They did get the win last night. Zion or not. This is true. I'm good with the win. Yes. Big Tar Heel fan, Terrence. Yes. Fuck yeah. Duke. Yeah. I maybe Big's an understanding. Uh, <laughs> nonetheless, I mean, just the way it just was, you, you're just watching this unfold. It's like happenstance. What, what, what is this? And so this is insanity why. Is it's what insanity. It's insanity. Complete insanity. But also one of the reasons I, I love sports because it's like, yeah. what the hell? You know, what is going on here? And we could not. You know, I, I texted you earlier. We couldn't. We have to. I mean, when oh, I yeah. came back, we, there's no way we could ignore this. No. Because it opens up not just that Pandora's box, not just of college basketball, but sports in general in terms of just, I mean, the way you look at it, endorsements, age, all sorts of stuff. So who knows what will come of this? It's going to be real interesting to see. I'm hearing a lot of talk about Zion not playing again. That has been discussed. Um... I don't know what I think will happen there. I think to tell a kid to miss out on March Madness. I'd be, I think it'd be a big mistake if he sat out. I hope he doesn't, honestly. I think that this, I mean, um, don't sit out. You're, you're on a team that actually has a chance at winning the national championship. Why would you want to sit out? Yeah, we know you're leaving. He may, he may shock us all and say, no, I'm going to stay, but yeah, doubtful, but, um, Play. See, for me, it's it's kind of the reason I hate and everybody freaks out about the year in college role. I actually, I kind of like it because it gives these kids one last chance to be in that environment with a bunch of other young men. They're all still growing. They're in college. They tend to develop, to develop a camaraderie mm-hmm. that extends beyond what they find at the professional level. You've heard Odell Beckham talk about it recently. How it was such an adjustment for him to go from that absolute 100% family in the locker room to all these guys now are married and have children and they go home, they don't want to hang out after work. You know, they don't get to build that same relationship up. Zion right now, is he's a grown man and it's about to make a ton of money. (laughs) <laughs> but he's still a kid, and I would love to see him get that opportunity to step out there with them in the middle of March Madness, yeah. crowds going insane. These kids, they're all chilling after fucking practice. They're living together. They're, they've got that bond. You lose with a lot of people after that area of your life. That yeah. It goes away, and it, you don't really get to get it back most of the time. So I'd like to see him get to experience that as much as win the championship. I think they're a guaranteed win if he does play. Yeah. But I would just like that for him, honestly. Because that is something that a lot of people do, even as a non-college athlete, you take for granted. Uh, Raymond Baez is a friend of ours. Uh, Shout out to Raymond. You know, I had lunch with him, you know, and dinner over the past few days, and we went to college together at Texas Tech, and we were talking about that. We were talking about how just how much time has passed. We went, you know, we graduated undergrad together, and then 
we both, you know, he goes to law school, I go to grad school. We're still simultaneously doing our thing, but we were just kind of flabbergasted when we were really once again reminded that was over 10 years ago. Yeah. Life's so, a much different place now. Very much different place. He has a he has a family now. I'm still very much a single man. <laughs> and but it was just amazing to just remember and go through those times. And you know, when we visit any of our old friends, you know, it, it's almost like we just we start off from where we left off. Like, like it feels like time hasn't passed, but it has passed. Exactly. And you can kind of go back to that time for a little while. Little while. And so, like you, that was a very, very excellent point you made about with Zion. And I mean, I think he is gonna play. I think that this is anything, you know, if he's a competitor, if he truly, you know, wants to win, make even this, you know, this cup of coffee he's having at Duke and wants to make a count, make a run. Yep. Make a run for it, go for it, because exploding shoe or not, he could go number one next year. First game, he could tear his ACL, he could tear his MCL. It's a risk every time. But he's go. paid at that point. He's paid and at that's that what a lot of people. Yeah. Really encourage him to sit out for, because it is a lot of damn money. It's a lot it's of a money that he's that he's missing out. The difference between a livelihood and not having a livelihood. Yeah. Whether he's one of the college players that may be getting a little under the table or not, yeah, that just signing that contract is life changing. It's life changing, and there is logical arguments I feel on both sides for staying and then for sitting yeah. out. Who knows? He may sit out. He may say boom. But I think right now with the position that Duke's in, you gotta play. You know, I mean, it's just it would be. You know, building up that camaraderie. You, you're letting your he'll team be out. denying himself something if he doesn't. Play. You will be whether denying he realizes yourself. it right now or not. Yeah, he'll look back on that yeah. later in life, and I almost promise you, he would hope that he had played if he doesn't. Yeah, and who knows? That's just how life works. Yeah, for that us, is so. how life works. I mean, and who knows? They may go on and win the national championship. Yeah, maybe a big run, and then that just increases. And his to me, I've seen this story before. Almost <laughs> losing to North Carolina during the season. It would be pretty fucking fitting if they played us at some point in the tournament and knocked us the fuck out. Imagine that. With Zion on the court, of course. It just feels like that's what almost has to happen. But very much so. So um, just I don't know. We're, we're deviated from you know for the listeners out there. You know we de- we did deviate from the formula, but I mean there's no way that we could not talk about that. Terrence is a fucking North Carolina fan. I was gonna mention this. I got no stock in North Carolina, but it's... Fuck Duke. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but we had to talk about it, so, you know. Um, but that's sports, so, you know, there you go. So let's see here. Where to go next? Well, we could take a trip to Pittsburgh, and they got a lot of shit going down over there. Has there been some shit happening over there? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, shit. It wouldn't have anything to do with Brown or Bell, would it? No, not at all. No, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, we've got some information. Yeah, that uh, unrestricted free agent. Yep. They didn't use a tag on Le'Veon. They're letting him go. They got absolutely nothing for him. They do get a compensatory pick, I believe, with him leaving. But Le'Veon Bell's definitely gone. And Antonio Brown is apparently definitely going to be traded. 
traded to him. Yeah, that's that that'll be the more. I mean, they're both going to be intrigued. You know what happens with him. You know with with Bell. I'm just, you know if I'm Bell. You know I'm pretty sure he stayed in shape, but right now you know. Oh, he better be in damn good shape. Damn good shape. The but moment also, somebody wants to work him out, he better be in shape. Damn good shape. March 14th when the new year starts in the league. So then at that point, you know, you're going to be, your phones are going to be, you know, going off the damn hook. Your tweets are going to be going increased up. Who's going to who? And, I mean, at this juncture now, it's just the guessing game with both of them. So, like, Bell, what do you think he's going to do? Man, I'm hearing so many different places, and quite a few of them actually make sense. One that really intrigues me is the Ravens. Just because of the fact that it's the same division. Yeah. He gets to play them twice. Lamar Jackson's there. It gives them a very dynamic run game. I could definitely see that happening. Another one I've heard quite a bit about that I could see would be the Jets. I think they would be an interesting destination. Very. I can't see the Jets because of just... The uncertainty that is Sam McDonald, and just that he still, yeah, he he bounced back, <laughs> did his thing. I, I I say bounce back loosely. Um, I'm still not convinced that he's going to be the truth. Oh, for, I've noticed for um, the Jets. And nobody is. No one is. I do think the Jets believe that they've got something in him. Yeah, they they also believed in Mark Sanchez too. So yeah, that's a valid point. Yeah. Um. I heard New England. I don't see that one happening. They don't like to spend that much money. Yeah, they don't like to spend that much money. Plus, they're not known for being a very known running team. It's it's a good second. Well, no, they've got Sony Michelle right now. But they've got James White as a pass catching back. Yeah, but they got the fucking Super Bowl MVP. I mean, wide receiver. You know, they're very much Texas Tech like we're air raid. We throw it, and maybe we'll run. You talking about Brown now or? Bell. Uh, I'm talking about New England and just why they Which wouldn't. one going there, though? Oh, which one going there? Yeah. Going back to Bell. I heard that, but once again, it was just one of those, I don't know who fucking said it. I mean, possibilities. Yeah. Uh, where do I think Bell will go? Well, first of all, going back, he was unhappy. Why? Well, basically because he wasn't getting paid. Wasn't getting paid, okay. So so New England's not the place to go not the place <laughs> when you're not happy about it. not getting paid. That won't be it. Tom New Brady's New apparently taking another pay cut. Yeah. Jeez. But I don't figure it's enough to pay Le'Veon Bell. Not to pay Le'Veon Bell. Um, New Jersey, New York Jets. That would make sense from a monetary position. They've got a lot of cap space. Yes, they do. And I believe I heard that they're going to release Isaiah Crowell. Bilal Powell, I don't know how he comes back after the injury he went through last year. Probably doesn't. I, I'm afraid he won't. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's a realistic, kind of makes sense landing spot for him. Yeah, big market. I don't know. You know, I'm still watching Darnold. I don't believe in him either. I think he's got some potential. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to score enough to keep somebody with Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown yeah. with either of them with the mentalities that they bring. I almost feel like you'd have an Odell in New York situation. Yeah. Where they're just screaming about how inept the offense is and 
somewhere else they could already be doing better and da 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 They both kind of got that personality to them. Brown especially. Brown does have that personality to him, so... Which that makes landing spots difficult. Very difficult. Like, can Bell step into the, the Jets uniform and be okay with that team putting up yeah. 21, 24 points a game? He's rushing for maybe 100, maybe 90. Gets a touchdown every other week, maybe. Probably less. I don't know how he would handle that situation. Mm-hmm. Hell, maybe he'll go to Denver. I don't know why that team just popped in my head. Denver. Maybe he'll go to Denver. Bell or Brown? Bell. Maybe. I know Denver is pretty much in love with Philip Lindsay right now. Yeah. Great back. One of the surprises that, going back to one of our earlier episodes, I was honestly surprised not to see him on that list. Yeah. Which... And I know he got hurt near to the end of the year. Yeah, so he missed some games. Missed some time, so he didn't crack it, but I mean... And then early in the year, he was kind of splitting with Freeman, so... Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm a little uncomfortable with kind of just figuring out just in terms of... I really don't know. It's just such a... What is he... I mean, you know, he wants to get paid, so you have all these different teams. So if you want to get paid, then thus you want to maybe perhaps be in a bigger market. New York makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Baltimore, that is, that to me, that's a big market. You're fucking Baltimore, and you know, you got, I mean, it's Maryland, so a lot of DC too, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, San Fran for Brown still sounds interesting. Yeah, that one probably. I mean, they're, I could, I could see that happening. Would be definitely an upgrade, and they would certainly make the NFC West even more interesting by just getting Brown there. You know. Getting him there, getting Marquise Goodwin mm-hmm. on your number two corner, having George Kittle running down the middle of the field. At least a lot the of run game there works no matter what. Yeah, <laughs> the run game it doesn't matter who steps in. They it would be real interesting to see him wind up there. Brown would certainly make him with the current team they got right now. They're healthy. Adding Brown to that, that's a playoff team. Yeah, I would say so. Big playoff team. I've got enough belief in Jimmy G to yeah. say that, yeah, they'd be able to at least make the yeah. playoffs. Same here. Same here. And he's probably getting top-notch rehab training. Oh, you know he is. You know, considering that it happened at the beginning of the season. So now, you know, he's pretty, you know, I'm a, he's still in that rehab stage. And so, uh, yeah. Lots of good re- recovery time, though. Big recovery time. Get back into the I think they're going to be sneaky, interesting, no matter what, whether they get Brown or not. I think they're going to be kind of a team to watch next year. Yeah, definitely Dark Horse. But nonetheless, I mean, so, you know, and Brown and actually Bell, I saw this today. They're going to be, LeBron James evidently has an HBO show, talk show. Yeah, I've heard about that. I've never got to see it. Well, they're both going to be on the same episode. Oh, my God. (laughs) So when I saw that, I thought, <laughs> and we got HBO to go. So I'm like, and here in a little while, probably today or tomorrow, I am going to watch a bit of that because and just because it's barbershop talk. So, you know. Yeah, I'll have to watch some of that. Yeah. You know when that episode comes out for 
Me and the listeners. I want to say either this week or next week. All right. Or so it's it's pretty soon. fairly soon. It's Good. fairly soon. Keep your eyes out for that. That's, that's going to be... We'll be talking about that one. That's going to be interesting because, I mean, just... I mean, you know, you got... And he has a very interesting roundtable of guests on this barbershop, you know, yeah. show. So, I mean... Certainly looking forward to that, considering the tweets of both the gentlemen. Like, you know, you got, you know, Bell, free at last, free at last, free at last, you know, and then you got Antonio. I mean, very big personality. Tweeting so, all the words. Tweeting all the words. He's been <laughs> active as hell on Twitter. You know, um, I'm just, I mean, I'll, I'll be watching. I want to see what they are. I, I want to see where these guys go. Who knows what they're going to say on this show? They may just flat out say, hey, you know, fuck it. I want to go to I want to go to San Fran. I like it there. And then, uh, oh, at this point, man, with the Odell Beckham interview from this year, this coming up, anything is possible. They could say just about anything. Yeah. I want to go to Arizona. Oh, okay. Which I mean, who knows? Brown, I've thought about as a possibility for Ooh. there. Antonio Brown on a Cliff Kingsbury offense. With the potential of getting Kyler Murray. Which I'm just going to call right now. I think that's what they're going to do. I think that's what's going to happen, too. We had not done no draft special, but, I mean, it's it's making too much sense. That one makes too much sense. It makes too much sense. Kingsbury, you know, that's great. You got Josh Rosen, but, I mean, I, I just, he wants to draft a Cliff Kingsbury QB. Exactly. And I think if anything, he's going to tell Rosen if they go that direction. It's like, listen, pal. I think they'll trade Rosen if they actually yeah. go ahead and pick up. If they pick him up, trade him. All right, we got some picks. All right, whatever. Somebody yeah. will pick him up. Jacksonville. Yeah, there's enough teams I, out there that need a damn quarterback. Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm naming Florida teams. I don't know why. <laughs> Well, Tampa Bay is going to be paying old Jamise about $20 million this that, coming season. Yeah. That's another reason I kind of believe in him fantasy-wise. There you go. To keep them, they had to pay the hell out of that man. Well, you know, fantasy-wise, we go back to that. I mean, we of course, Antonio Brown was, um, he was, was the top five. Antonio Brown was yeah, he? He was number two. Number two. There you go. He's still, dude, he's talented as Yeah, that. talented. You easily, cannot easily, question that you know, man's talent. You know, if he's there, I'll take him. Not first round, but I'll take him. We all know who's going first round. <laughs> or who James Reese is going to pick, you know, first round. So to our fellow fantasy football in our league, uh, yeah, just, just spoiler alert. <laughs> Tell the nine-year-old he's got competition on Mahomes. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. That was still a killer pick for him this year. Oh, God. But we digress. We digress. Or his father's coat, killer pig. <laughs> Matt. So many inside jokes, but uh, nonetheless, Pittsburgh's going to be an interesting place to see what happens, especially yeah. after that. Um, I'm seeing the landing spots for these guys. Yeah, landing spots, not to mention how they rebound from it. Uh, what do we do? I mean, of course, we got Juju, you got James Conner. They still have talent. Yeah, they're not gonna yeah you can't count them out yet. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of the unique thing about that situation yeah. is both of them won out that badly. Mm-hmm. And up until this year, they've been a winning team. They have. They've so made the playoffs. Made they've the play- made the playoffs. Made a little bit of noise here and there. Yeah. So I think that um, 
QB situation, and when that when that arises, that's when okay, rebuild mode. Yeah. So. But what other news was in the league? Oh, let's see here. Well, <laughs> Pittsburgh's been hogging up the headlines a little bit, yeah. Beyond that, I have heard quite a bit about Murray winding yeah. up in Arizona. Heard Arizona, that's certainly, I mean, that's up there. Um, well, I know it's not NFL news, but the AAF already going through some tr- uh, A little changes. bit of financial trouble at the I beginning, too. I saw that. I was a bit kind of... $250 million financial problem. Yeah. That's what a guy wound up paying, and he's now the chairman or yeah. something along those lines. He took someone's job. They so. weren't going to be able to make payroll. That's not good. No. That's not at all. But he believed in them. It's, I'm going to be interested to see how this thing does shake out. Do people continue to be interested in it? I still haven't even watched a game, honestly. I really, it's, really it's getting highlights. NFL Network covers it from what I saw. ESPN. There was this pass the other day where the, one of the QBs for like the Memphis Fear or Heat or whatever <laughs> the hell they call themselves uh, threw basically just threw the ball over his head like a no look pass. Yeah. So people were debating skill or luck. And of course they threw in my number. See, one. I'm not sure if that even makes me want to watch or not. It was just. You know, you kind of I've heard really good things. Like I've heard that they've been interesting games, and yeah, which is good. You want that opportunity, but the fact that you're missing, nearly missing payroll, yeah, that's not a good sign. It's a rough start, very, and for the sake of just business opportunity, hope it continues. Hope mm-hmm. they find a way, whatever, to stay relevant. Well, and next year, I believe it's the XFL kicks off. Uh-huh. The Freedom Football League is going to be coming at some point. I'm curious to see if these things can all coexist. Oh, you know, I'm a newly minted businessman, and you're a businessman as well. Uh, no. That's what I'm afraid of, honestly. I think, I think gonna some happen. are going to fall by the wayside. I think one way or another. You got those three leagues in just terms of just trying to be that alternative. I only see one surviving. I see two maybe lasting one or two seasons, dare I say three, and then they just make their way out. I can only still see one barely succeeding. Yeah. What I mean by barely succeeding, just, I mean, well, the NFL's up Staying afloat. Staying afloat. You know? And I could see that being the AAF. Yeah. They've actually kind of partnered up with the NFL. You know, they're kind of working together. They're going to be trying to lead to people playing for them and winding up on an easier path to the NFL. Well, that explains why they were on the NFL Network then. Yeah, they're not going to hinder each other. You know, the AAF is going to allow people to sign with the NFL. So you think it's essentially just going to be, okay, we have NFL backing now, the money-wise. Almost like a tryout. Tryout, formerly. Okay, we'll send you to whatever. If you're fucking... um, Manziel, yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> uh, you're Johnny Manziel, you're like, I want to get back in the league, coach. Uh, I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Manziel's a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, let's say you are Johnny Manziel and you want to get back in the league. Okay, well, that's great, Johnny. We'll go 
play in the AFFL. We'll, you'll go play for the San Antonio Al- Alamo. Yeah. Whatever that team's named. I don't even know if they have a team. <laughs> um, but I've also wondered if you won't see some people that have appeared on Last Chance U. Yeah. By any chance pop up in one of these. Yeah. That could never quite. They had quite a few people go through. And man, the school side really fucked with them. So for various reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this might give some of those guys an opportunity. Yeah. Get back into shape. Or guys like that. Guys yeah. who have had a little bit of trouble through the college experience. Mm-hmm. Don't get drafted. Yeah. You know, they've... These guys are young. They make a lot of mistakes. We all do. <laughs> it's... Yeah. It's kind of a life thing. Despite the narrative on social media, we all make mistakes. Exactly. Um... And so you could see some guys who've had some growing pains, maybe had a hard time getting past some shit. You could, I think, you'll see a few of those guys get an opportunity and possibly make something out of it. Yeah, I hope so. so. Yeah, hope so as well. Interesting stories and just another excuse to watch football. Exactly, and I do want to check out the AAF. Well, it sucks for me that the fights have been every damn weekend. Yeah, I love that. Makes it hard to catch oh, one of the games though. Gonna be a- it's going to be an every weekend thing at this juncture between Bellator or just yeah. UFC, ESPN Plus. Shoot. That's going to be the hardest thing that's going to yeah. work against me. Because, yeah. man, I can't stop watching fights. Y'all know that. Yeah, you cannot, folks. I can attest. Cannot. But we'll see. AFFL or AFF. AAF, I believe. AF. American Alliance of Football or something like that. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. What else has gone on? Jeez. Well, the Pitts, I mean, the Steelers taking all that noise. I mean, of course, just the draft coming up. Once that happens, who's going where? Coaching changes. Really nothing significant in coaching changes that I saw. Yeah. I mean, people are still kind of criticizing the Jim, well, the Jim Flacco. <laughs> the Joe Flacco, um, you know, trade. Yeah, I'm still hearing that. a little bit about that. You know, I can't blame him from getting. I can't from Case blame Keenum, him for doing even that. if they did. Well, yeah, he get said a he was Case Keenum. He That's was surprised. I think he. I saw a, a headline on the a little whatever ESPN thing at the bottom yeah. that he was surprised by. You got really good profits <laughs> in your Case Keenum because the rest of us were not surprised. Yeah, you've kind of got to have that mentality, though. You do, but and honestly, you've got to have that. Public response as a guy who wants to still go somewhere and play football. This is true. Which you can't say, well, shit, I've sucked a lot of dick. <laughs> like, that can't be a response to that question. So, <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm just I'm trying- sorry. I don't hate Case Keenum. It's just. <laughs> he can't say that. That can't be the actual response. So, sorry, James is dying over here. I just can't. I'm sorry, shit. I mean, I'm just trying to imagine (laughs) the press conference (laughs) where he comes out and says something. It would be a rough one to watch because it's kind of like, well, but that would be the honest statement about. Because I would be that. I'd be that. You know that that. That that reporter that's just kind of looking around at everybody like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> are you 
I mean, are you, are you gonna Michael Sam this? What, what are you, what are you trying to say? Oh, you suck at football. Okay, I get. Okay, we get it. Yeah, that actual statement, I guess, could lead to some confusion. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just that's just fucking. Oh Jesus. Oh, we're putting the explicit one. <laughs> Yeah, that probably needs to be done. Uh, I, I can see say. Denver trading him, though. Someone's going to take him. I think they will. Jacksonville? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, Jacksonville. Well, I, I feel like I'm giving Jacksonville too bad of a rap. Well, they don't currently have a quarterback, in my opinion. Miami? So. Miami definitely needs a quarterback. Miami, Jacksonville. What's that other damn team? Oh, the, oh, the Jets, I suppose. And hell, what does Case Keenum if not... A slightly better version of Kirk Cousins. No, Ryan Tannehill. Who? Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> who? Yes. Who? Nobody. Uh, I, I just was still. I mean, if you're a Jacksonville hopeful, heartful, whatever analogy, I don't even know if they'd want Case Keenum. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, why? Well, he's just a man. <laughs> He's just a few steps better. He's not a whole field better. I mean, why would I want that? I don't want him. No, he's not much of an advancement over pretty much anybody. Certainly, yeah. He, he is an advancement over Blake Bortles. I will say that. That, yeah. that man is a better quarterback than Bortles. I am probably a better quarterback than Bortles. I'm not sure. <sighs> we haven't tried that out. Well, we could try it out. Maybe. I don't know. But... Case Keenum, I mean, that's a very interesting possibility that he gets traded. I mean, Joe Flacco, certainly, in my opinion, certainly an upgrade. I would say um, he is. He's at least taller, so. Yeah, very. He's won a Super Bowl, so he's got the experience. Yeah. I believe his teammates will probably believe in him a lot better because he is a veteran in terms of just playing in the league, leading them to the promised land. Yeah, depending know. on the mentality he carries with him. Yes. Which I've still never really figured out. It's Joe Flacco. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's about it. You know, and interesting makes what happens in the AFC West. You know, he's certainly going to have his work cut out for him from the league MVP, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. You know. There you go. I've heard that guy can play football. I don't know. A little bit. A little bit. But, uh, I don't know. So, so much to talk about with that. <laughs> but the league, it kind of slowed down, though. I mean, will the exception of the Pittsburgh news, I mean, just a bit. Everybody's been so focused on that. You're just, there's not a whole lot else to go around. Not a bit. I mean, it's just now more... Figure with the news of them being traded, more names and teams are going to be popped up, and just the, you know, Twitter now has become such a, you know, hotbed of news and information in terms of the players communicating with each other. Oh yeah. Um, going back to basketball, but Kyrie Irving made a good point about the, like the media and how they were giving him like he was visiting with Kevin Durant, they're good friends. There's a picture of him. So, of course, sports media is going to be, oh, my God, what does this even mean? Could Kyrie and Kevin Durant go to New York? Yeah. And he was just like, no. That'll be interesting. New York has a really good shot at getting the first overall pick. Yeah. If they can get Zion Williamson. Man, that would be interesting. 
I really feel like Durant wants out. Ain't no telling. Which is him. insanity to me. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. There's no telling with him. But if he can go there with Zion and possibly Kyrie. Kyrie is good. Here's the thing with Kyrie and me. I just don't think mentally he has it, and I think he's too injury prone. You're, he's just, yeah, you won your title in Cleveland, but LBJ had a big, big part in that, if not, you know, and, and, oh, yeah, and him leaving the Cleveland, the way that he left it, kind of abruptly, I just won't go, I'm not happy here. I get it, man. You want to be, you want to lead your own team, whatever, but, eh, but of course he makes that. Apology to LeBron during midseason, which is kind of like, okay, so you're apologizing, you're unhappy in Boston. Mm, I wonder where you might want to go. Do I want him on LA as a Lakers fan? Due to my hesitance in that, I'm unsure. Is he the truth? No. No. Could he help the team win? Yes. Yeah, I think he's shown he's good enough to... Participate, participate. You know, he's going to be more of a role player. Role player. What, that's what he honestly needs to be. Yeah, I think that's what he's I think he wants into. to be a star, and everybody does. Yeah. But he needs somebody else there to kind of take some of the pressure off of him. Yeah. Which, in some way, I mean, when you when you when you call LeBron and you apologize, maybe that's I mean, some I say maybe that's one way of pretty much admitting. You know, I, I can't lead a team by myself. Which, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many uh, single superstar teams have won the NBA Finals lately. Hmm. I can't think of one. No? Well, how many years in a row has it been Golden State? Three? Four? Two. Two? Damn. Golden, Golden State, State Cleveland, Golden State, Golden State. Oh, shit, that's right. So, 2-1. That ain't happening this year. <laughs> no. No, that's uh, definitely not happening. But once again, I mean, we'll we'll see what that happens with Kyrie. But uh, basketball. <laughs> there was a little bit more MMA news. Yeah. Uh, Amanda Nunes apparently came out and she was thinking about trying to have a fight at UFC 237. She said that's not going to happen. But while it's not confirmed by the UFC yet, they have started working on a Nunes Holly Holm fight. Yeah. Hopefully for the end of this year. Which, that's definitely something I'll be looking forward to seeing. Yeah. Certainly, I mean, it's the last big, big fight in the women's division. You know, with Cyborg Nunez happening, now you have the potential of Holly Holm, Nunez. And after that, I mean, who knows? After that, Nunez has pretty much ran through everybody she needs to run through. Yeah. Which is good and bad for the sport. Well, and that'll be temporary. You're yeah. seeing a lot of women. Mm-hmm. You're seeing them start to rise up through the ranks. Yeah. Which, you know, if the Holly Holm fight does happen, she beats Holly Holm. Then at that juncture, it's, it's, it, that's where she, in some regards, has to be the villain. Or she'll be a little bit that because oh, you're unstoppable. We have to hate you now. Yeah, and so. I'm not sure a lot of people really like her. At this point, yeah. I hope they do. I'm personally a huge fan. Yeah, but she's... I don't really feel like she's gotten quite the fan response. Nowhere near what a Rousey got. Yeah, 
even a Junior Carano. Yeah. You know, we talked about this briefly. It's just that from the cosmetic people and just the human behavior perspective, I mean, why bullshit? People just, they see a fighter who is, has almost that sex symbol status. Yeah. Is painted in that position. Oh my word. Yeah, I'm going to watch that fight. Amanda Nunez is not being put in that spotlight. No, she's so not. That's Which is completely unfortunate. Especially considering that this is a fighting sport and not this isn't this isn't a beauty pageant. And and, and I'll say that I'm guilty of, of, of having those visceral reactions to Ronda Rousey, beautiful woman, Holly Holm, very beautiful. Gina Carano, dear lord. I mean Oh yes. I um that's I'm guilty of that and I'm not ashamed of that. Mm-hmm. But you know, very much like what you said, Amanda Nunes, as a fighter, holy shit, I, I want to watch. Yeah. What are you going to do? Are you going to destroy him, or is this person going to give you a fight? And so, you know, have we had a close Amanda Nunez fight? Not really. There you go. So I want to see... Not, I'm trying to think of any. Who's going to give her a close fight? You know? It's really looking like there's not many that can, but she's, for some reason, not getting the respect for it. And I figure it's along the lines of what you just said. Yeah, the cosmetic reasons. Hey, which, I mean, just go go to the... I think if people would get into following her and her girlfriend, Nina Ansaroff. Mm -hmm. Who was with her, what was the last fight that the cyber report I saw? saw that. She's a... Yeah, they're an entertaining couple. I think they're both fun to watch fight. I am a huge fan of Nunez at this point. Yeah. It just... There is that aspect to it. Kind of like with Valerie Lareda. Mm-hmm. She just won this past weekend impressively. Girl can fight. Everything on social media has been about how pretty she is. Yeah. How attractive she is. And yeah, she is. Talk about how well this girl fights, though. <laughs> like Everybody just kind of... Oh, yeah, you know, I think she kicked her in the body or something, and the girl might have fallen down. I don't really know. I wasn't paying attention. She was hot. Like, come on now. That drives me crazy. Some of these women can fight. Yeah. And it's not about... The sex appeal. Yeah. Like I told you earlier, I don't need to be attracted to the men fighters to enjoy them 100% as fighters. Yeah. So whether you whether people are attracted or not to the female fighter, I wish they could appreciate them for what they're able to do. They're able to do, and just especially, I mean, they're just. Rousey was almost unstoppable. Holly Holm beat her. Nunez retired her. Nunez stepped in there and knocked out Cyborg within 51 seconds. No, that's already a Hall of Fame career right there. Yes. I mean, shit, really, it is. But she's. She's not being talked about on those same levels as everybody else, I don't feel She's like. She's not, man. That's where the media comes in in terms of who's going to go out there and put the spotlight on her. And that's if Amanda Nunez wants to be put in that spotlight. If she wants to talk about her sexuality, just the fact that she's kind of glossed over because of the fact that she doesn't have, you know, she doesn't look like a Holly Holm or yeah. Ronda Rousey, you know, I'll let that speak for itself. But, I mean, definitely... Interested to see what happens with that as a growing fan of MMA. Yeah. You know, and the f- fact that she can kick some ass. Oh, hell yeah, she can. So I hope to be watching her for a good long time. Yes, very much so. How long is that? We're still on. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to do a fancy cut, people, but it didn't work because I missed the button. So here we go again.
so that's <laughs> but nonetheless I mean I guess kind of a synopsis and summary of just this week I mean with MMA and we threw in basketball you know that's not exactly in the pot show description not typically no but it was you can't ignore that type of stuff because it's just it's such a fabric of society but also in sports in general that affects everything you don't know what's going to happen with shoe deals i mean you got a an exploding shoe what next you know a, a, a reebok shirt strangling i don't that's a pretty far out there <laughs> if that happens it'll be very interesting i don't know one of the gloves breaking at the ufc events oh you know, knocks out Dana White or some something like that, but that goes to show just how it's all it all correlates. Yeah, you know, and it's like it's not perfect. There is no such thing as a perfect sport, perfect system. How a sport's going to operate, you know, we'll call it you know college basketball. Is this is this incident with Zion Williamson going to make them, you know, look at endorsement deals, how to play for players, sa- player safety. You know, uh, going to the NBA. What are they gonna do? Are they gonna say, "Screw it, you can come, you can come join us straight out of high school. We'll bring you back. We'll go back." There's so much that can happen from that that could affect other sports. Yeah, because the NBA is a big trend center. I think the NBA will be the first league to, when it comes to medical marijuana, make it, you know, push for that to be a very like we won't penalize you for it or marijuana in general. It's we'll. we'll Slap on the wrist. We'll may, we may give you, what, a $5,000 fine? And they should. <coughs> yeah, yeah, I can definitely see them being the first ones to yeah. step forward and say, hey. Silver, that, that's another let's thing. Let's be a little brought. bit more progressive about yeah. this. Adam Silver apparently has been, um, the NFL was interested in which is I've been very, hearing a little bit about which that. Which is very telling because, hey, well, it's like, look oh, at Roger Goodell. Exactly. It's like, okay, well, it looks like they've had enough of your shit. Um, but if you've you got a commissioner, then the moment he comes out before every draft to announce the first pick, Ooh. he gets booed by everybody in attendance. Yes. He's the man the, has failed at his job miserably. He is the Mr. McMahon of the NFL. Adam Silver, things are going a lot better. As far as his part in what he's doing. Still got a lot of support from I know the league in terms of just But even then, David Stern really wasn't David Stern was pretty cool too, from what I heard. A lot of people were Generally, you know, oh, I don't hate him. They don't have they didn't have that contempt for David Stern like all NFL players for the most part have for for freaking Goodell. Exactly. Has, has anybody any player actually gone out and said, Oh yeah, I like him? <laughs> Not that I've ever heard. I would be shocked. That would be interesting to see if uh, anything becomes of that. I don't think it will. Personally, I think the NBA's got a good situation with Adam Silver, and Adam Silver knows yeah, that. But I think, like you said, it's kind of telling. It is telling. How a lot of people feel about Goodell and where he needs to be and where he doesn't need to be. Well, dictator Goodell, I think. So you may see a change in that. Hopefully soon. Hopefully sometime soon. Hopefully soon. That'll be interesting to watch, and what? Uh, something else popped into mind, and I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what do we got coming up this weekend? This weekend, we've actually got, it's a, I believe, an ESPN Plus event. I'm going to butcher this man's name. I butcher everyone's names. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. 
So we're going to edit out this silence later. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that. Um, Blahowitz. Well, there you go. Versus Tiago Santos. Tiago Santos, okay. Which, to a lot of people, isn't going to sound like very much. It's two names not a whole lot of people are actually real aware of. But believe it or not, this fight may determine who you see after next weekend when John Jones has his battle with... Oh, God. Yeah, Smith. Anthony Smith. The winner of this fight could very well wind up facing the winner of that one. Yeah. These two guys have been on that kind of tear. That's I'm looking forward to that one. It should be now. There's another guy I know you probably haven't seen a lot of, Stefan Struve. They call him the skyscraper. The guy is, I believe, 6'10, 6'11. Oh, you beat me to my short joke. <laughs> no, it's not short jokes. He's incredibly tall. He's a heavyweight. Yeah, I would say so. But he's on a three fight losing streak. He doesn't fight tall, man. He's got this all this ability. Got some good jujitsu, actually. But he he cannot fight tall. He cannot use his length. He's actually he's personally addressed the criticism. So I'm he's saying he's gonna come out and try to fight longer. He's gonna try to use his length advantage, reach advantage, and like do a, something like with an it. MVP. I'm looking forward to seeing if he does or not. I've always liked the guy. He's just dude, he looks tall and skinny. Tall skinny. Despite the fact he's a heavyweight, he's a tall, skinny dude. So it sounds like he's just hesitant almost. He is. He, he's really good at some things, and he's failed to progress in others. And his stand-up is definitely one of those. Shoot. But I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with him. I'm afraid he's on, a, like I said, a three-fight losing streak. I think if he loses this one, he may not be in the UFC Knockout, a whole out. lot longer. Well, I just you can't really lose in the UFC like this. They all three. Well, hell, look upon. They don't. Yeah, they don't tolerate much of this. You get on a losing streak like that, and they're going to cut you hmm. sooner than later. I'm kind of looking to see. We didn't even get to watch it because it was early prelims, but yeah. Hennem Burrell, he got knocked out again this past weekend. Yeah. He's a former champion, and he's not doing well. I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with him. He's a guy I like a lot. Is a damn good fighter. He just he's hit some kind of wall. Either he's hit the wall or... There's no more there. Yeah. I mean, interesting. Have a fighter that tall. Exactly. Kind of thinking of that. Um, Fury, that's the other one. Yes. That was the other news. Tyson Fury, that deal. Yep. I believe it was for more than $100 million. Yep. Yeah. I believe so. That was interesting because now it just makes this, okay, well, now you're going to fight for Aram. This puts a potential Deontay Wilder rematch at risk. Yeah. I mean, it goes to show. I mean, and these fights are going to be on ESPN, right? Uh, yeah, I believe that's okay, who signed. So that's well, ESPN's looking to be. Taken. Or is it is it ESPN or DAZN? <sighs> I heard ESPN. I heard a little bit about both. It. I yeah. think it was ESPN. I heard the ESPN. That might because that I'm, sounds right. That sounds yeah. That might be it. That'd be the case, though. ESPN's certainly making a push to corner that yeah. that combat sports market. Exactly. They're diving in feet first. You know, you got... Head first. You know, Tyson Fury, 
probably one of the, at the moment, the best known boxer going that's not named Anthony Joshua. Wilder, of course, that's a big Well, and Canelo recently got a big fucking Dude, deal. Zone, yeah. Which he's going to be their primary star. Yeah, he was the zone. You know, which, geez, and. I wonder how that makes some of your MMA people feel. I think anymore, there's still a lot of boxing fans, but. That might be an understatement, too. Yeah, I feel like you're, you're starting to see, or you've already seen to an extent, there's a little bit more respect for the UFC side and how it's run. Here lately, that's been called into question a little bit, and with Bellator. They had a lot of complaints about the Brazil card, I believe, or the UFC the weekend prior, one of the two. Oof. I mean, if ESPN really does, I mean, if they, MMA, yeah, they're pumping money into it. So, I mean, there's, who's telling UFC, they may get paid better, the fighters. With the CSPN deal, it was just okay, great, guys. Now we have this much revenue coming in. I would sure hope so. You know, we can offer better contracts, yada yada yada, that type of stuff. And then I saw Silva's gonna fight the Brazil one. Yeah, that could be his swan song too. Yep, he's fighting Jared Cannonier. Oh man, that feels <coughs> that feels like a rough one. Yeah, I mean, that just has retirement all over it. I mean, you're gonna you, you just. My opinion, you know, you're gonna go in. You lost, and he showed he still got something against. He still got Sonia, but Cannoneer is a monster. Monster, it's, and here in Brazil, that I can easily see him just saying, oh, "I'm out. I'm done." If he doesn't succumb to what most people have, and that's being so afraid of what Anderson Silva has done in the past, yeah. that they're a little bit more hesitant to make a move forward and press the action. If he doesn't do that, if he's willing to press forward, I'm afraid he will. He'll put a stop to Silva. Yeah. Which probably will happen. Yeah. Probably. There's a good chance of it, but it, I'm looking forward to it. Should be interesting. I really enjoyed watching Silva do what he did against Adesanya. Yeah. So, if he can even step in there and just do that, kind of look like the old him a little bit again, I'll be happy enough with that. Mm-hmm. Sure, for sure. Can't think of anything else though. MMA was it just that we? I mean, we've covered. Yeah, we. In a free for all episode, we we covered. I mean, I think something happened in baseball, but we don't watch baseball. So. <laughs> no, I don't give a shit about baseball. So. So there's no. I mean, is what it is on that. But yeah, free for all episode. Next episode will. Probably just cover MMA or football again. Who knows? We're we're such an evolving podcast, and we're not afraid to say that. Yeah, you know, and we like to do what the hell we like to do. Essentially, yes. And so, who knows? I mean, the next episode we could bring up pro wrestling. We could bring. There's so many different things that we could talk about. I'll be being the pro wrestling guy, which right now, I mean, Ronda's still it right now. So, in terms of just the specter of the sport, but I mean. She, who knows with her? She there have been talks that she's going to leave again at that point. Going back to Amanda Nunez, they could probably lure her out of retirement and say, "Hey, one last match, you against Nunez." It's a possibility, you know. Maybe she gets a Freddie Roach to coach her how to box. Maybe yeah. she gets hell. Maybe she gets GSP. Shit, I don't know. Coach her. That's a possibility. There's a lot too, of possibilities right? there, and money always talks. Money so. does talk. 
has a UFC Hall of Famer stepped back into the octagon after they've been inducted? Know, I'm trying to think if anybody has. If, it, if anybody has, I would think it would be Randy Couture. Yeah. But I don't think so. I'll have to look into that. He's in his 50s now. That'd be a... Unless he's... Well, who knows with that shit. Well, I mean, if he may have gotten inducted and actually fought again afterwards, I'm not sure if he he might have. I'll have... Like I said, I'll have to look into that. I'm not completely sure. Just some questions. But I don't know. Anything else you got him? No, I think we've pretty well touched on everything, I felt like. We touched upon a lot. All over the brand. Well, if I say all over, but just, I mean, MMA, fantasy football, football, even basketball. Yep. So. And shoes. Oh, gosh, shoes. I truly, I, ugh. Fuck Nike. I'm not, I'm not saying <laughs> fuck Nike. Not fuck Nike. I'm not saying fuck Don't Nike. Everyone shoes. shot a fucking sponsor us. Go to hell. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying. I don't do any mag. If I'm doing like tomorrow, I'm doing. A- you make a shitty product. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be better. He blew his foot through a shoe. <laughs> I'm having too much fun with this shit. Obama was there and was like, he blew his foot through the shoe. <laughs> I saw that actually. He's kind of that like that's crazy. Good. Which President Obama? Shout out. We'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> Really? He'd be cool. Oh, that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, that's me. I don't think it's ever going to happen, Obama? personally, but... You know, talking basketball? He'd yeah. be a good one to talk with. Sure, but... Mm. That was my wine glass, by the way. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, I'm out, man. I don't know. I got nothing else to say. I think we're good, so we'll be getting back in touch with y'all soon. We'll try to make a little bit less time in between episodes this time. Yeah. Busy week, but that's life. And you know, you got other Life gets a little bit there. busy for us. Yeah. I think we've both been a little bit exhausted, but we're still here. Yes. Hustling and bustling and busting our asses, going out, making money, make a living. But that's how we do things. We hustle. And we hustle, you know, you got to out hustle your problems. Exactly. So that's what we do. Definitely. That's it. And keep in mind, we're still on Twitter at nice. Rambling Men Pod. Tweet at us. Let, let us know what you Where think. Where are they growing following, by the way? Yes. So go ahead and hit us up. Hashtag Case Keenum sucking dick. Let us know what you thought. <laughs> James is losing it again. Okay. Thank you guys. I'm out. I'm, I'm Peace out. <laughs>